0: One, in case you were just way too busy to listen to our last show, this
1: is what you missed. I would, you know, how you could silence everybody, but like, you know, who's going to be in this? I'll tell you one thing. I just got permission from Disney. I'm Favreau. Remember, Dave. We're going to introduce Bombad Jedi. <laughs> no, what do you think? What do you guys enough. think? What do you think? What do you think? I think it's a brilliant idea, don't you? Oh I get and you. then I would just like walk away, like, <laughs> report that motherfucker. <laughs> He's embarrassing Dude if I was a producer I would be making up straight up lies Oh I would have so much dude. They ask questions They already know you can't answer So I would give them the most ridiculous answers I wouldn't be rude I'd be polite I know they're doing their jobs uh, also, we're gonna have we're also gonna have Luke's hand reprise his role. <laughs> it's just gonna be a hand. Have you ever seen um, Vampire Hunter D? You know how his hand talks to him and has power. Yeah, we're thinking of doing that. It's just called Luke Skywalker's hand.
0: And that's how you know Ray's gonna have connection to the forces because she'll have the hand to connect to Luke. Yeah, and then on Lonely
1: Night, she uses that hand. <laughs> oh wait, did I say that out loud? That, we'd was, have so that, was, much, that was the porn parody I was writing. My bad. We'd have so much fun messing with, like, journalists if we oh, were, yeah. like, producers. I'm like, let me tell you something here. We're going to have a Jedi Jawa. Tell anyone, all right? Tell anyone. You didn't hear it from me. And get out of here, you crazy kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's unfair. Oh! and discussions if you're easily offended do not continue we would be honored if you would join us how are you feeling your latest workups on your condition indicate that all damage has been reversed recovery is total I believe you have been quite fortunate. No further thanks are necessary, Commander, but you are most
2: welcome. It is my function and pleasure as a matter of royal to help and heal human beings.
1: I am a Jedi, like my father before me. All right. Hello. Welcome to Star Wars from the back to tank. I am Michael Flores, your host. And I'm doing the backstroke once again in the back to waters. And I'm in the studio or in the back to tank with David. Hello, David. Uh, The waters are soothing today, Michael. Soothing. Did I clear up those uh, little red spots? Yes. We won't say where they're at. (laughs) Yeah, right, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, please. You, you,
0: you, we have to heal. We yes. have to
1: heal after the last week. Yes, but plus we have a lady today with us as well in the back to tank. Hello, Lauren. <laughs> yeah, the towel's over, the, over the groin. Wait, what? The towel's yeah. over the groin yeah, area? Yeah, you know, like in, in
0: a Japanese privacy. hot spring, you know, they have those little towels that you put over your lap. I think, so you, I think, you think you
2: Lauren's very up.
1: grateful for that.
2: Yeah, always. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, how are you today, Lauren? Great. All right, you ready to talk some Star Wars news?
2: Every day of my life.
1: Let's do it. So, text rmd nine to 50597 if you want push notifications. You Star Wars nutcases out there. Anytime a show goes live, an RMD show. David, are you okay? I thought the back to water <laughs> are supposed to be helping.
2: He's not when they get in your lungs. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Lauren, were you trying to drown him? <laughs>
2: like, what's going Where's on him? over there? What happens uh, in
0: the back to, to, to tank stays in the to, back to tank. From the back
1: to tank, it went down my wrong pipe. Okay, let's uh, let's get back to this. So text RMD69 to 50597. Whenever a show goes live, you'll receive a push notification. All right. So also five days a week of back to tank, we are continuing through the month of October. Uh, I just opened up a temporary tier on Patreon. Uh, for only $3, and you'll get only the Star Wars exclusive content. So I cut out $2. Don't worry about pledging that $5. Pledge $3, and you'll get the eight additional shows we do every single month. Head over to patreon.com slash digital. All right. So we had a lot of things to sort through today. A lot. I'm loving it, Dave. I, just two, three months ago, we were bitching and moaning. <laughs> yeah, Are you still much- coughing over that? <laughs> Sorry. David, yes. leave the studio <laughs> immediately.
0: I am. I am fine. I'm fine now. But yeah, you, actually, you're right. I mean, I remember it wasn't that long ago. Maybe about a month ago, we were saying like it's been really quiet Star Wars news wise, and we were complaining about the the whole marketing uh, what Disney was doing because everyone seems to be just gearing up for yeah. The
1: The streaming service well, was very quiet. And maybe they were just, you know, in the lab with a pen and a pad writing down and figuring out their plans, uh, you know, their plan of action. And now they're hitting us up with news daily. Things are being leaked. And I'm sure it's in part on purpose. I'm sure Lucasfilm and Disney, that's part of the marketing strategy, I think, for a lot of companies nowadays. We're, we're going to leak this.
0: <laughs> the problem, though, is what's real and what's not now? Because, like, there's so many... So many leaks. I'm like curious. Where the hell are these Like well, the sites getting leaks?
1: The story leaks, Dave, I don't put a lot of faith in those. But the episode nine poster that you and I had mocked. <laughs> yes. For, I think, God, a that good,
0: came back to, on us.
1: Yeah, we mocked that poster for a good 30 minutes, I think, during a show about two or three months ago. And we were saying there's no way this is real. It's awful. The layering is just bad. It looks like a... Eleven-year-old in Photoshop, Photoshop media class, <laughs> who was just discovering layering, uh, did this job. It was awful. Well, it turns out that poster was real. <laughs>
2: yes. Listen, my my thought on it is that the only thing that I'm happy about about that being real is C-3PO holding a weapon because that's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> that's so ridiculous. It makes me happy.
1: I agree with that. It makes me curious. It definitely piques my interest. (laughs) interest. Why would C-3PO have a bowcaster? Um, But obviously it is real. Now, the only big change, uh, it looks like according to Star Wars News Net, during Star Wars Celebration, they had confirmed a few things. Okay, let's skip over to this. Uh, We are giving a look at some new items hitting retailers soon for the Rise of Skywalker. They say this may look familiar to those who saw a leaked promo item a few months back. <laughs> the main difference, meaning the only difference, is they have re- they have replaced the alien Claude with Rose Tico she's above back. Finn. <laughs> and she's back. Okay, now... I don't care. I'm one of the few Star Wars fans, I think, that didn't really mind Rose Tico. I feel Me like either. yeah, yeah. her story didn't make sense, but her as a character was just fine. I'm not going to blast the character. I'm going to blast the script. Yes. yes. But every time she was on screen, I th- I thought she was charming. She was funny. So I don't have a problem with her. However, she was not on the original poster. And then when people thought this was real, this real leaked image... Two or three months ago, the Internet had a field day. All the Rose Tico fans had a field day saying, where is Rose Tico? Yes. And of course, you had the Star Wars fans come back or the anti-Rose Tico fans came at the Rose Tico fans. And they said, hey, she's not important. And I don't disagree. She's not really relevant in the grand scheme of things. Let's be honest. Yes. But now suddenly she has mysteriously appeared on the poster. Is this an example of social media having too much power? possibly Is that, it, isn't that a bad thing
2: kind of when was this originally leaked
1: about two months ago maybe okay. three
2: okay um depending on when they actually did that too and when they actually when, when that was the draft of of the poster yeah um i just i know at star wars celebration she had the warmest reception yeah. every time she was involved any interview anytime she was on stage at any panel anything like that people were just chanting for her and would not you know like let her speak right away because they were too busy applauding her yeah. and cheering for her so you know i mean it's possible that it is just the social media stuff or maybe it was a combo of man you know i mean the internet was hard but like the the internet was hard on her but you know there are a lot of people who have come around or who have you know liked the character from the beginning well i think also
0: you have to throw in the fact that whether or not we like the character she she is part of the story now she's yeah. in the story you, she, you can't she, ignore it you, you can't ignore it you just can't say well anything in last jedi we ignore no we can't do that
1: now you have to accept the stuff that was actually there already said. there place. are plenty of people who would be arguing with you right now saying oh we can ignore last jedi we can and but, we will."
0: And and that's the thing is like, those are the trollish fans that I'm like, I look at it and say, they're not fans. They're dude. not fans.
1: No, those yeah. those aren't fans. You
0: have to accept, you have to accept it for the good as well as the bad.
1: Yeah. But whether all, you like it or not. Also, she, let's just say, I want to, I want to stress and clarify that Rose Tico isn't the bad. yeah She's not the bad. I feel like I don't want to get into last Jedi because I just mm-hmm. don't want to. People know how I feel about that movie at this point. Unfortunately, the actress that plays Rose Tico has been treated very oh, harshly very, very, by that's, fans. That's an understatement. Which is fucking awful. She's an actor paid to do a job. Why would you attack her as an actor? She has no say in the script. Exactly. She is no different than the, the, the young lady at Starbucks serving you coffee.
2: Also, she performed wonderfully. Yes. Yeah. She, she did t- her job well.
0: She, she took what was given to her and put it on the screen. That would that's all you can ask her
1: to do. And I'm gonna say something controversial here for a lot of our listeners. I'm hoping Rose Tico is a little more front and center in The Rise of Skywalker, and I'll tell you why. Okay? Because I don't feel like her character was given her due in The Last Jedi. You introduced her character into a story that meandered and in the end made no difference. On the story of The Last Jedi. Yes. She was a good character. It was a good pairing between her and Finn. It worked. Unfortunately, it fizzled that entire Mm storyline. So let's bring relevance to her character. I'm not saying let's give her an entire story arc like they did in The Last Jedi. But but make her her important. Give Give the character her due. Exactly what Lauren just said. Give her purpose. And hopefully they'll be able to fix some of the issues that people had with her Character. Unfortunately, people are not intelligent enough to realize that <laughs> it's not the character you're pissed at; it's the writing behind her character. writing her character, yeah. So it's, I,
2: it's so heartbreaking too when, like, she was so excited. She was like, "Holy shit! I'm an Asian woman, and yeah. I got cast as one of the main cast of Star Wars. I get to be in Star Wars!" And then that bubble was The reception. Uh, yeah. So I agree.
1: If they give her a better story and connect her a little bit more tighter to the main narrative, I feel like a lot of us in two, three, four, five years will forget the bump in the road that was that story arc in The Last Jedi. And I think we'll remember it very differently. Yeah. All right. Also, we received another image. The Rise of Skywalker art from the cover of Star Wars Insider is fucking amazing. Now
0: that should be a poster.
1: <laughs> Man, it is really good. The comic store cover for the newest edition of Star Wars Insider has been revealed, and it is all first order. Led by Supreme Leader Kylo Ren and his reforged mask slash helmet, uh, the image was posted by Star Wars Insider writer Jay Stoby. On Twitter, he says, whoa, check out the covers for Star Wars Insider Issue number 194. Rey is on the newsstand cover left while Kylo Ren is on the comic store cover right. And he posts both images. And he says, I wrote a fun article about uh, coping with life after Skywalker. That's mentioned in the issue's previews description. It's actually a pretty good little article. I suggest everyone pick it up and read. Man. These images are fantastic. There is another one that they put out. They combined both images, the Rey poster and the Kylo poster. I mean, dude, it feels like 1970s Star Wars.
0: It does. It does. It it, it, it has that has the pulp look. It has the pulp look. Yep. And This one, I love the duality between the two posters because I'm looking at it now. The one thing that just, however, pops out to me is the Knights of Ren. Like, this poster makes me want to know more about, okay, apparent. so we are going to get the Knights of Ren in this. They have to have a significance in it because you're looking at them, and you only see, like, four of them, and each of them just pop out. Alongside the Sith Troopers and the Star... And and the First Order troopers, the Knights
1: of Ren just take up the poster, the, the, the eye of the poster. Well, I think that's purposely done. I think they're trying to let people, they're giving people clues into story. I mean, that's how you, that's a proper poster. You know, I don't think they're trying to mislead people. With The Last Jedi marketing, they were so focused on trying to mislead people oh luke is bad no one fucking thought luke was going to be bad Bad. for real like come on but that was just trying to mislead us into thinking that luke was going to be bad they put him on the part of the poster that usually is designed for the bad guy of the movie yeah this one i like your word you use the duality and i think that being the focus i guess the image is a little poetic and you can kind of go through this and Kind of glean some story aspects. We now know that Bliss, the new character, is that her name, Bliss? Yes. We can now surmise that she's on the good side. I know there was some question marks surrounding her character. What role she would play? Is she good? Is she bad? Well, she's on the side of the good, so I think we can now say she will be good. Then definitively, we have the Sith Troopers, the First Order Troopers, and Kylo Ren, and then the Knights of Ren. already in this poster, you can tell there's a focus on story. You understand that they're clearly stating something here. Yes. And I think that is a huge fucking positive right there. There is no chaotic misdirection. It's just good, bad, the classic good versus evil. This is George Lucas at its finest.
0: Yes. This is, it's a, it's a return to that pulp feeling that me, that everyone knows is George's go-to. And it's it's harkening back to that, but style. also
1: the themes you know, good Indeed. versus evil, which we have moved away from in recent times, as we have explored, and I am always applauding this. I feel like in this new era of Disney running Star Wars, we've explored more of the gray areas a lot more. It's no longer good versus bad, we're exploring the intricacies of the decisions behind the Jedi and possibly even. You know, drawing the conclusion that maybe they didn't make the right decisions. These are things that Lucas didn't always delve into because his story was a little different, and I like that for this final Skywalker installment, it seems to it seems like they are refocusing those ideas, the theme of good versus evil, which for the Skywalker saga, that's always been the theme at its core, good versus evil, the light and the dark. And I feel like the best way to close out this era, a 40 fucking year era, <laughs> it, bring it back. Bring it, bring back. it back to New to Hope, which was the ultimate movie of the time for good versus evil. So I'm ecstatic about the the marketing behind episode nine so far. I was okay with the um, the D23 Expo poster. I thought it was pretty cool, but it was also very different than anything we've ever seen. And I was pretty certain that that wasn't going to be the main poster. That was just the D23 promo poster. They do that for all these different conventions. They make posters specific for that convention or expo.
0: Well, the thing that I noticed now is like the marketing, they're, they're now starting to ramp up. They they're doing things that make well, sense they better. for the franchise. The
1: movie's like less than ninety days away. Yeah, it's ninety days <laughs> away. You gotta you gotta get it out there right now. And like, gotta just whip it out. It's time to whip it out. The Come last, on, JJ, just show us flashes, buddy.
0: The last the last three posters they released with these two, and then the one that harkens back to the classic trilogy posters. Mm-hmm. You know, with the Return of the Jedi and Revenge of the Sith. The they're, they're doing a really good job in actually reminding everyone, hey, this is it. This is Star Wars. This is going to be capping everything off that we know. So it should be seen as a celebration of some sort. Yeah. You have to hearken back now to what brought you to the table. And yeah. well, I like the fact that they're bringing back these themes of yeah. pulp pulp action. And then the the one of the coolest posters that I don't think we covered was the one that they released with – Kylo Ren and Rey facing off against each other. And then you see the silhouette of yeah. the Emperor in the background.
2: Yeah, the one where they were fighting on the, the ship that's, like, sinking Yeah, on the ship that's like sinking. That? Yeah.
0: I loved when that poster came out because it reminded me of the poster of Revenge of the Sith and then Return of the Jedi. And now you get this, the yeah. Rise of Skywalker. And it, it brings everything nicely together in a nice, tidy, little, nostalgic bow. And that's what they have to ride now. They have to actually be able to bring in the fans and say the fans uh, bring in the fans and actually say, "Okay, we're going to remind you of like why you're coming to the table, because this is our last shot. Everyone said this is the final chapter, so they got to make this work.
1: Yeah. They have no option. They have to make it work now. And I and JJ knows that. I mean I'm sure the guy's gonna die of a heart attack a heart attack on opening night because <laughs> he, Well remember he he said in that article
0: that we covered that this was arguably his hardest project he's ever had to do.
2: Yeah. That's that's not even a question. There's so many expectations. There's such a wide range of people that you have to try and please while also making a good movie with a yeah. good story and a good conclusion. To a 40-plus-year saga?
0: That's a lot to ask for one filmmaker.
1: And the most talented filmmaker on the planet would have difficulty accomplishing that mission. I mean, based on J.J.'s various interviews, the goal for this movie was to finish what he started in Force Awakens, which changed with Ryan Johnson's vision for The Last Jedi. So J.J. said... Not only do I have to finish and complete what I started, I now have to take into account Ryan Johnson's elements and wrap that up while also wrapping up the entire saga. George's idea. Yes. He has to wrap up his story. Yeah. So he was, you know, pulling his hair out. I mean, justifiably, I, I would not want this job. I mean, maybe for the right paycheck, I would do it.
0: Yeah, remember a yeah, long time maybe. ago when, when we when we first covered the Rebirth of Star Wars, me and you were like, oh, man, any filmmaker would give up their any body part to take
1: this project. Mm, my penis, I need my penis.
0: But now when you see the scope of everything and what JJ has had to do, it's amazing that yeah. this could arguably arguably go down as one of the biggest Filmmaking
1: but, milestones ever. But also, it could also be the very thing that destroys oh my God, a yeah. franchise <laughs> and, and a career. And him.
2: Simultaneously.
1: Yeah, because he barely recovered after the Into Darkness hate. And that, that's Star Trek, which is big, but not Star Wars big at this point in time. So well, you he, bring up a good point. Uh, the, the, that almost killed him. That did. <laughs> that absolutely almost destroyed I mean, his career. It. Right
0: after that, he never returned back to Star Trek because... He get, honestly, he became gun shy. He became yeah. well, gun shy. After dude,
1: that. I think it would happen to anyone. And you know, being a very intelligent dude, I know he knows very well that there's so much writing on this movie, and um, I'm surprised that they didn't push the movie back further because I know it was pushed back what from May of this year to December, yes. yeah. and he had I think there was rumors that he had wanted to push it back actually another year and. <laughs> Disney was like, "Fuck no, you got, nah, dog. We, we got numbers to hit. We want to close out 2019 in style, brother. You better get your shit together." So, I mean, knowing that JJ probably doesn't have a wife any longer, uh, she probably <laughs> she probably left him. His kids probably don't even even remember what he looks like. So this guy has probably put his entire soul into this last picture, and that's why. I have faith because a JJ is a fantastic director. The guy has an eye for just fantastic filmmaking. He has, he's a guy born 30 years late. He
0: probably, that's probably why he took up the writing gig in Marvel with his son.
1: Yeah. He needs a break. Like,
0: I haven't spent so much time with you. I know let's do this <laughs> comic book
1: together. Okay. Yeah, so If you promise to call me dad again, can, uh, can I get you a job on um, on Spider Man, on Marvel. Marvel. And we'll write this together. <laughs> as father and son. Yeah, poor JJ. All right, so Ryan Johnson might make another original movie before returning to Star Wars. Now, we have heard for the last year about just about a year, yeah, that Ryan Johnson will be returning to the Star Wars universe yes. to direct a, or at least the story has changed. At first, it was a trilogy of movies, then it became just one. Yeah. And now it the rumor is he'll be executive producing. So who knows what it's going to be? There's a lot of guessing going around when it pertains to Ryan Johnson. I think that's because Disney and Lucasfilm probably don't know where to put him in. Not because they don't have faith in his abilities. The man is a talented director, but he's also an element that's a bit of a wild card currently within the star Wars fandom.
0: Now, now Mike, I, I say this because I'm going to preface this by saying this is going to be the first time I'm going to be positive about Ryan. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. See, I honestly think this is the smartest thing for him to do. Yeah. Because now knives out, which is uh, the movie that's coming out recently for him. Right. Is being actually, Accepted pretty positively. It's being received well. It's being received Mm -hmm. well. And he's showing that basically, yes, I am a filmmaker. I can do something original. I can do something creative. I can do it. He can do it. So by putting another project, I think that will bolster up his confidence into doing something again for Star Wars. Right. And honestly, from what I've seen from Knives Out and what I've heard online, it's really good. Yeah, it, well, he, he is a valid filmmaker. He just well, has. Dude, to we already
1: know that. I mean, he did the movie with um, called Brick, which is the reason why I was excited when they announced that he would be directing The Last Jedi. He did a movie back in, I want to say, mid 2000s. An indie film is basically a film noir, a neo noir. Yes. Amazing movie. Awesome. Something happened in Last Jedi with his writing skills. And, honestly, and that could also be the studios. We already know the yeah. studios chop, 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 chop. I mean, well,
2: it's, it's a weird situation to be in when you, you don't get to make all of the creative decisions. Right.
0: Well, honestly, the one thing that I've noticed from Knives Out is the way he handles his cast is much different now. He's learned how to deal with high profile ensemble casts. In Star Wars, you kind of got the gist that basically he was a fish out of water.
1: Exactly, Dave. He
0: was dealing with too many things. He was dealing with too many actors coming at him, asking him questions. It's a high-pressure gig. And it's a high-pressure gig because you have a high-profile cast. And a high-profile franchise. Now, with Knives Out, that was a high-profile cast. You look at that cast that he had to deal with. (laughs) He even said in interviews, this was really difficult because of the cast that he had to deal with, because all of them are very high profile. They're veterans, and they they will – at one point, he basically was saying, I have to know.
1: He has to be I'm a director, Dave. That's what you're trying yeah. to say. He has to he be, has be a director. He has to be a director. Yes. When and you're a director, 99% of your job is learning how to communicate what you need done, done to an actor. And if you can't do that, if you can't communicate, you're going to have some poor performances at times.
0: So I think, I honestly feel positively for Ryan, and I really want him to do another original to get that cr- those creative juices going. Because well,
1: if he can do what he's done for Knives Out. The movie hasn't come out yet, Dave. Yeah. So we don't it know if it's, it's going to be good. Yet. You're speaking as if it's an A-plus movie. <laughs> we don't know. By, by all accounts, by all accounts, by all accounts, and what? what we've seen. I think you're blowing Ryan way too soon. <laughs> Just <laughs> touch you. it. Just touch it first. Dave. I told you. You to warm I'm up being, a
0: little bit. I'm yeah. being positive to Ryan because we've been true. negative to him for the longest time. So
1: I, I okay. Went so to this
0: thing, you know what? I'm gonna be positive. So to him. Let's,
1: let's take a couple steps back here and look at the positive and what this means for Star Wars. Okay. Yes. All right. So we have said throughout the last year that. Ryan cannot just jump into a Star Wars movie for a lot of reasons. Number one, it will be, for the most part, universally scorned. It, didn't, it doesn't matter if it ends up being the best Star Wars movie of all time. The yeah. trolls have a target and it's on Ryan's back. So no matter what he does for Star Wars, people are going to fucking hate on it. Yes. So I have said, you're not going to see this movie happen right away. If he, in fact, directs, it's not going to be for four, five, six years. And he's not going to have complete creative control. He'll be an executive producer. He may direct one. And sure enough, I think that's what's going to happen. Unless he can do exactly what you were saying with Knives Out. If he can reaffirm the faith that the audience must have in him, then you'll see him jump into these Star Wars movies right away. But right now is not the right time. And Lucasfilm and Disney, it doesn't matter if they love Last Jedi and they back up their boy all day long. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What matters is the climate. And right now, the temperature for Ryan is not good. Mm-hmm. It's just not. Whether you are a Last Jedi fan or not, or you want to be positive and pro Star Wars all day long and be supportive, that none of that matters. Yeah. It matters whether or not the climate and the temperature is good for Ryan at this time. People and,
2: absolutely hate him.
1: Yeah. Yes. And they got to wait for that calm down or at least
0: Ryan to come out with projects that people will say hey you know what it's been pretty good that was good all right that was good yeah. okay you're proving us something if,
2: if people can talk about Ryan Johnson and go man you know I really feel like he he tripped up with Last Jedi but you know these last few movies that he's put out have been really good so exactly. so I'm hopeful for you know a, a new Star Wars movie from him. That's what you need.
1: That's the only way it's going to happen. Yeah, and also whatever happens with the rise of Skywalker, if JJ comes in and makes it a an amazing movie that is able to do exactly what he needs to do, which is connect Force Awakens and the Last Jedi in a very seamless way, then suddenly everyone's going to remember Last Jedi very differently. Yeah, because right now Weird we how ha- that works. Yeah, I mean, right now we have a half of a story, and that's why I I I do my jokes and. A wink, wink, when I take jabs at the Last <laughs> Jedi, but in actuality, I'm giving it a fair shot until we see the completion of the story because we don't know how all of those elements will play out. Yeah, and that's what they're waiting for. You know, Ryan Johnson's not going to say that in interviews. Well, we're waiting to see if uh, people start liking me again. But that's <laughs> but that's what let's, they're let's, waiting let's for. Let's translate this. Ryan Johnson might make another original movie before returning to Star Wars. The headline should be Ryan Johnson waits for the temperature to change before yeah. returning to Star Wars. Yes. All right. So let's go to a very quick break and then we'll be right back and jump into some more Star Wars news. We're
2: back to take, coming right out. Oh! The Rain Man Show. The
0: Rain Man Show.
1: I was surprised that they even existed. I didn't even know. I thought they went belly up years ago. I didn't know Boy Scouts was still a thing. Because how many people know how to do any of that stuff anymore? Tie knots, help old ladies across the street. Every member of the King community. Okay. Listen, the King community were not Boy Scouts. I guarantee it. (laughs) Well, (laughs) useless skills that you will never use in your life, except those lonely nights when you realize you're 40, you're a Boy Scout, (laughs) and you're a virgin. On your 48th camping then trip. Then you're going to be tying those sailor knots on those lonely nights. On that noose. <laughs> For more Rain Man, visit Rainmanshow.com. All right, get more Star Wars from the back to tank each and every month when you sign up to be a Patreon pledger. Head over to Patreon.com slash Digital and pledge $5 or more a month, and you will gain... Access to more Star Wars from the Back to Tank discussions, ranging from book reviews, comic book discussion, and additional topical breakdowns, news updates—you name it, we do it. Head over to Patreon.com/RaymanDigital. Pledge—it helps us keep the lights on in the studio. If you don't, we're gonna be living in rags, like Ray. <laughs> Ooh, America. So I just checked my following so, You
2: motherfuckers
1: owe me. All right, welcome back, everybody. Everybody, everybody, The Star Wars from the back to tank. If you miss any part of this broadcast, you can always find us Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Just search Star Wars from the back to tank. All right, so we have some sad news. Pertaining to Star Wars, the Marvel comic run, Star Wars Empire Ascendant to close out Marvel's flagship Star Wars series. Now, Dave, you and I last week had already gone into the details surrounding the ending of the long-running Star Wars Marvel title that started in 2015. And there were questions. We had theorized that maybe they would allow Dr. Aphra to continue. Maybe we'd get an ongoing title with someone else, like with Baylart Valance. Yes. Apparently Disney's all fuck no. <laughs> they just said no. We're gonna end it all. All of it. <laughs> and that's exactly what's gonna happen. Um, we the details are still murky. Now, as we know, Marvel will be ending the Star Wars comic in November with issue seventy-five. Yes. But Star Wars.com just released some exclusive news. Pertaining to a one shot Star Wars Empire Ascendant number one, it's going to be a 56 page epic and it's going to be basically an epilogue. It's going to finalize the Marvel run. And this is the sad part, Dave. You ready for this? Okay. All right. It will also wrap up the fates. The fate. Or address the fates of Dr. Afra and Baylert Valance as well.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. I, I want to go around the studio right now and um, let's start with you, Lauren. You're a Dr. Afra fan. Yeah. Are you ready for her story to come to an end?
2: I mean, not really. And should it? Not, Not yet. Not really. Because, I mean, so the Star Wars comics since Marvel took over they haven't been going on that long in the scheme of you know the history of written star right. wars fandom stuff you know comics and books and whatever
1: 5 years opposed to 30 yeah. years right yeah
2: um i don't really see a point in ending the other series like star wars the main title series okay fine you know it like, makes
0: sense because that's part of the skywalker story though.
2: right and while they have been great I get it it makes sense that's fine yeah. mm-hmm. um but like afra and stuff like that it, it doesn't need to happen it doesn't feel necessary
1: yeah especially because her stories don't really directly at time yes it has very much has been tied to the luke han leia darth vader absolutely And but even a lot of Galaxy's her Edge. yeah 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 but at times her story most of the time i should say her story is dealing in her own little Pocket world, you her know, doing bubbles. her own little thing. Yeah. That's not really, you know, relevant to the Skywalker story per se. So we were hoping on the last show, Lauren, David and I were hoping that, hey, you know what? Let's um, let's have Afra continue her run. Maybe she can take over the main Star Wars title. I understand we probably should have an ongoing Star Wars title of some kind, maybe rework her storyline to include other characters. Maybe we can introduce Baylart Valance. He's been tearing it up in Target Vader, which has been a fantastic series so far. And apparently we're not going to get that. I know it seems like we could be jumping the gun here, but it's very, those words are very precise. The one shot will also address the fates of Dr. Afra
2: Valance. There's one thing I disagree with you on. I don't think we need to have a main Star Wars title. Really? I don't think it's necessary. Everybody knows the brand. Everybody knows like the basic story. Everybody knows Star Wars, yeah. you know, so I don't think that we need to have just a Star Wars number 98. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think we need that. Um, I think it would be just fine if we had, you know, Star Wars, Dr. Afra, Star Wars, yeah. blah, 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 like whatever.
1: But ongoing
0: series, yeah. though, yeah, an ongoing yeah. series that focuses on a brand new character or a brand new side of things, different
2: different parts of the galaxy that you don't necessarily find in the movies, yeah. different different pockets of stories that we do already have familiarity with in you know either the cartoons or the movies or the Disney Plus shows that are coming out, stuff like that. Um, I think that is where I don't know that that still feels necessary to have is is those extra things those side things
1: um yeah I just don't think it needs to be I don't think it needs to be wrapped up I know Disney is very adamant it seems suddenly to wrap up the Skywalker saga and anything that is in that timeline that 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 little time bubble between Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back and I'm okay with that I get that like listen I've been an advocate like let's move on we've been here done that Let's move forward. But you can move forward much like they're doing with The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian's taking place post-ROJ. Yes. You know, imagine if we just skip time. Like, the Afra story stops. Let's say they don't want to run the risk of messing anything up in that specific time period of the original trilogy. Okay, let's flash forward five years in Afra's life and start telling stories post-ROJ. It's, it's not that bad. I don't think it's that hard, that difficult, that difficult to come up with a story that's not going to mess up any potential things they may have at work.
2: Also, I think or that's, in work. that's a great time period to be in because oh, yeah. there's such a gap. There's a huge gap between those movies and this current modern trilogy.
0: Yeah. And plus, it's it's kind of like, okay, ending the Star Wars Saga makes sense. It's thirty, like thirty it's time. plus years. I, it's I, time. It time. However, when you have characters that you just introduced say like two years, Afro's only been around for about like maybe two three years now, mm-hmm.
1: and that's, arguably one of the most su- long enough, and arguably Dave one of the most successful new characters and titles. She has transcended the toxic nature of the fandom. Uh Most people can agree that she's pretty fucking great. Her stories are cool. Uh, She's unique. So why end it? So knowing that Disney is aware of this, they have to be aware of her fan base and how rabid it is. I'm wondering if possibly they have plans to do something more big scale, large
0: scale to the next Maybe take her to the next step and actually give her a Disney Plus series. Yeah, possibly. Be nice. That'd be cool. But this whole this whole concept of cutting everything off is really starting to bug me. I don't know if it's starting to grow taxing on you. Yes, you it guys. annoys me. It, it's starting to really annoy me because I'm like going, I understand we close out Skywalker. 30 plus years of storytelling has to come to an end. Yes. Well, However, this- you started... Some of these characters, just they're like two
1: years old. They're just babies. This This goes back to what you and I have been saying, Dave. After the, I don't want to say failure, but after the lackluster response of The Last Jedi and then the box office failure that is solo, Disney has been in a state of panic and they're not sure what they're going to do. Now there's financial statements being released on Wall Street that Galaxy's Edge is also a dud. They're not making the money they thought they were going to make Florida. They just announced that Florida also is having the exact same problem. They're not attracting the guests. They thought Disney is trying to figure out star Wars. And that's, that's they thought they bought a $4 billion winner and they could have, but they made a few decisions that ended up hurting the overall game plan. They had the overall strategy. And now you have a company trying to figure out this franchise. franchise. It's not playing out the way they thought it would. They thought it was going to be another Marvel. They could do this, 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 have movies, comics, rides, toys, and everything's going to be great. The fans are going to love it. And I think the only problem is, is that Marvel, there is no nostalgia. There is no yeah. years of fan passion behind Iron Man behind now there is. So if you were to do this in 30 years, then you're going to have these types of fans, but you're mm-hmm. talking 40 years of fans. It's a very different beast. It is. And they didn't go about it. Uh, possibly the right way. I think they thought they could handle this. Like they were handling Marvel. And now they're taking a step back. That's why they killed the other movies. They're taking a break after the rise of Skywalker. When originally that was not the plan. We were supposed to have one and a half movies a year. TV shows, and now they're trying to figure it out. And I think this is more of that. They're going to end Afra. Hopefully she doesn't die. We'll know in December. Yeah. They're going to end Afra. They're going to end uh, Bailart Valance and everything that may be a success in this specific time frame because they're going to take a step back. They're going to reevaluate. And then in 2021, you're probably going to see their real plans come through.
0: Now, now speculation between – me, me, and you, Mike, and of course you, Lauren. Why are you excluding uh, Lauren? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm so used. Sexist. To, so I'm so used to just talking to you. <laughs> I have to. I have to curtail my excitement because we have a third party. I, in this I want mix.
1: the I want the uh, trolls on Twitter to go after you. <laughs> but like, out of the two characters, he's a dirty man.
0: Afra, uh, after Afra and Valance, would you be upset if either of those they just write them off, like kill them off? Of course, yeah. Dave. Of course. What have I been saying over here? <laughs> and I understand. Like I'm However, talking and you're
2: just not hearing me. No, 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 no.
0: I understand for Afra, but now I'm going to say something that's going to surprise you. Okay. I do believe that Valance should die.
1: Okay. Well, let's not get into it too much, but because there's a lot of people that listen to the update show that exactly. don't read comics. But yeah. okay. So briefly, Baylart Valance is in a series called Target Vader. We recently covered two issues. One issue for free. And then the other second part, the second issue is available on Patreon, patreon.com slash digital pledge. You can listen to that discussion where David literally cries as he's talking about how he <laughs> loves, loves this character. That alone is worth $3 right there to watch a grown man cry. As he describes his love for
0: the, <laughs> the I will, I will weep when I, when he dies,
1: so why do you want the man to cry or to die then?
0: Because it fits the character type. His character type is that 80s nostalgic yeah. action hero. Go
1: out, who, in, a go out in a blaze of glory. Go out in a blaze of glory. Go down
0: in the lava pit and div- give the thumbs up. And then that's it. Well, you want to be Terminator? <laughs>
2: yeah. Why not? Well,
0: dude. Okay. Not to go too deep into it. Do you realize that that's how Valance died in the EU? Oh, in the original? <laughs> the original? He Danon. died a la Terminator. That's awesome. <laughs> and I was like going... That is the one way I, I understand. Right off, Valance. Okay, he's probably going to die, and I'll be okay with that. But I will be like you guys: where if they do it to Afra, that will be obviously even worse. Yeah. That's the worst way of doing it. If it fits I, they can't the character, it, man. they can't do it. If it fits the character, okay. Like Valance, it fits Valance. It doesn't fit. Well, Aphra. also
2: Valance existed before and died. Like you said, exactly. so yeah. I mean, you already are are prepared for that being yeah. a possible outcome. Um, but Afra's new. Afra's she's, new. She's a new baby character. You know, still in the infancy there. In the <laughs>
1: infancy of a character. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's not abort her, please. Let's not do a late term abortion <laughs> I think
2: she's, on uh, that. she's born already, though.
1: Late, late, ultra late, uh, ultra, ultra late. late. Yeah. Ultra how, how late. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's legal in some states. Kill your child after birth. Like, right, come here. You're 30 years old. You're a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dave. I don't disagree. That's a good point. Uh, I don't want it to happen to Valance because they just brought him back. They what's it called? Recanonize? Is that the, the terminology? They just brought him back, and then you're gonna kill him a few months <laughs> later. That's a shame. But if I had to choose, I'm choosing Afra. Yeah. Yeah. I'm choosing Afra. All right, speaking of comics, Star Wars Rise of Kylo Ren will tell Ben's solo story. I'm torn. I'm torn about this. Now, this is the five-part series that will debut in December as part of the journey to the Rise of Skywalker. This is, what, this is something Disney has now done for the release of all their movies since, what, Force Awakens. A mm-hmm. bunch of tie-in media leading into the debut or premiere of the film. And these are kind of hit or miss. The Journeys series have been hit or miss. They're either really good or not good. There is no in-between for me. It's been, this is fucking good. Or this is fucking awful. And that usually happens with tie-in gimmicks. With essentially billboards, promotions to promote a movie. This one, though, I have high hopes for. um, You're dealing with one of the 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 most interesting characters in my opinion of this new era of Star Wars when it comes to the Skywalker trilogy or the new Skywalker trilogy but the thing is this this is where i'm conflicted the story of ben solo should have been included into the fucking movie yeah it should have been
2: yes and now i feel obligated as a fan and as someone who doesn't hate kylo ren as a character yeah. Um, I feel obligated to go out and buy a comic book and read it so that I'm prepared yeah. for the movie where we should have learned about his story at least partially by yeah. now. Yeah. And this is, this we
0: is know the problem bare bones. with this is the problem with tie in media, is like when you force the audience to go and see this, then it takes away from that read it. It,
2: it should be supplementary. You,
0: it should be supplementary. But, yeah, but just like what you said, Mike, if this is a story that details his rise and fall from the from the light side, that should have been actually included into
1: the movie. Yeah, because oh, so okay, so, so this is how it's going to work. The first issue will drop before before the release of the Rise of Skywalker. Okay. So there's a few things we can take away from this. It's a five part series. That'll be told monthly. So we're getting the first issue, the introduction. And then we're going to get the rest of the story after the movie has been released.
2: Cool. I'm more mad than I was before.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason why this makes it better for me is because. They're not using a comic book to fix the mistakes necessarily in a movie. And also. Possibly we're going to get really relevant things that they can now include because we don't have to worry about spoilers. If this was a series that was all coming out before the Rise of Skywalker, I would feel like we're not going to get anything really relevant because we've seen that with other comics, Dave, and books that have been released before. This is true. Yes. There's nothing there. It's inconsequential. There's no reason why I should have read this. I didn't learn anything. It didn't move the the mythos of Star Wars forward. Whereas with this one, because it's going to be released post The Rise of Skywalker, at least we're going to get some relevancy. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yes. I- I'm hoping too, because like, that's kind of strange. Releasing. This is a four part. I misspoke. It's a four part series.
0: Releasing. right before the, uh, so we're not even going to get the
1: complete story before the rise of Skywalker. According to this article. No, but I'm going to verify my source. Hold on. Yeah. Keep talking though. Sorry. If that's the case, the
0: problem that I have with that is okay. Then what's the point? (laughs) What is the point? What's your point of bringing this out? If this was supposed to, if it's the road to rise of Skywalker, But you're not going to get the complete story until after Rise of Skywalker.
1: Yeah, this premieres, the first issue comes out December 18th. December 18th. So we're not going to get
2: Literally, I'm sorry, I'm screaming in the mic. (laughs) Literally, the day, the first day you can see the movie. So what's the point? Yeah. What is the point? Swing by Uh, your local comic shop right before you go sit down in a theater.
1: Well, now you guys have completely me of excitement
2: well here's the thing
1: you guys are terrible star wars fans
2: <laughs>
0: excitement over the possibility of the creativity is there like okay we get another story about kylo ren cool I, I and it's one of the biggest questions we as star wars fans have always wondered is like and we shouldn't have wondered this why the heck did he fall what's the point point? and then we yeah. were we were always constantly saying that oh they'll they'll cover it later they'll cover it later Okay, we're gonna get it covered. The only thing that really does irritate me is you're covering it just in a comic.
2: <laughs> well, Dave, <dang>, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. To <laughs> okay, so be fair, we don't yeah. know that yet. Yeah, we don't know because now that we have the Knights of Ren confirmed, yeah. you know, on uh, promotional stuff, like we've seen their costumes, stuff like that. Um, they've been in a trailer. Now that we know that we're actually seeing the Knights of Ren in the Rise of Skywalker we might actually be getting that full story you know i mean there's there's absolutely um this this air of trust and distrust and like a weird whole vibe between ray and kylo and you know that she's going to want to know the actual truth behind him and his story and it's going to come out and it's going to come out you know why he really truly fell to the dark side and what he then did with with that choice. Um so I'm hoping I'm hoping that this comic won't be required reading to understand. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm yes. hoping yes. that it will yeah. be supplementary. Just a little extra peek into what we're finding a out nugget, in the movie.
1: A nugget of information that's yeah. worth purchasing. That's what I want it to be. Yes. I, I that's my problem as as well as I don't want this to be landed. So, no. So yes, I don't want it to be that. That was awful. <laughs> but I just don't want this to be it's hard to say, man. I just don't want this to be something that's a throwaway. There's a few there's a few things. I just don't want it to be um I lost my train of thought because I'm so angry now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I fucking forget it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just hoping that I will. You destroyed my enthusiasm. <laughs> <You> just, <laughs> I'm hoping that I will read the comic when it comes out and then go see the movie that day. And then, uh, after, after both of those things go, wow, yeah, I got the story in the movie, but boy, would I like to know a little bit more? Yes, thank would you. Would I like That's to know some to more to say. details? <laughs> totally. And then I'll keep buying it.
1: All right. Uh, Dave, we have a few more minutes. Do you have the Force Friday links in front of you? Yes, I okay, do. Okay, so Force Friday is upon us. I believe it's October 4th. And Star Wars nerds get ready because there is a lot of cool things. Oh, there's merch a that is going to be dropped on us on October 4th. But honestly,
0: the the only ones that everyone's talking about now is this Black Series.
1: Okay. Black Series figures. Get into it. Okay, so we're... What can we... What can we run each other over for what can i what (laughs) What are you gonna beat up someone right what toys are gonna allow me to punch someone out of the way so i can get it first go ahead
0: okay i got this uh information this is black
1: friday for star wars fans so look at it is it is i will will curb stomp a motherfucker uh
0: october 4th uh this is from geekculture.com and uh basically this is the information on the upcoming force friday on october 4th okay uh, it has been a slow crawl towards October 4th. The date set for triple force Friday, a star Wars tradition for the latest product launches early in the year. It was announced that there will be a slew of new products ranging from toys, collectibles, housewares,
1: housewares, books, coffee makers.
0: Uh, well, recently Flame throwers, boxes <laughs> uh, recently via Instagram, they released the foot, the, the, the first eight figures of the black series, uh main set that's coming out.
1: Okay. Well, what is that?
0: You're so what we me over have here is the Red Sith <laughs> Trooper, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren with his cracked helmet, Ray and Dio, which is the new um the new droid that's coming out. All right. First Order Stormtrooper, Cal cestis from uh the new uh Star Wars game that's coming out. Fallen Order, Fallen Order yep. and Offworld Jawa, but the last two that everyone is talking about and still continue to talk about the second sister Inquisitor from Fallen Jedi or Fallen Order and the Mandalorian. Yeah. The Mandalorian's getting his own figure.
1: Those are the two I'm looking for.
0: Those to. are the two that everyone, everyone in the comments is like saying, I'm going to punch someone for those two
1: characters. I'll, yeah, pun- I'll punch you, David. If well, you're, if you're going to force Friday with me and you have your hands on a second sister, I'm going to, <laughs> I will knock you out for it. Well, no, the the one that I will knock people out for is the, this target will be exclusive. Like, this will be like jingle all the way, you know, just be fighting <laughs> motherfuckers. It, it's
0: going to be like that because target, <laughs> of course, everyone has their exclusives. So Target released that the exclusive that they're going to have is a bronze Mandalorian black series figure. Oh. So it's the, the entire packaging is all in bronze. The Mandalorian figures actually cat is actually, I don't care about I, I don't bronze. care
1: about packaging. Just the doing that Walmart
0: toy. exclusive that everyone wants to get is the, uh, Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker, which is his actual costume. Via I have a Return question the Dave. Jedi.
1: are you st- are excited for characters like that still i am okay because i'm more about the the new ones the new characters that we haven't really had 40 years to buy
0: well here's the thing
1: with the jedi when they release characters like the luke skywalker in this certain getup, it's actually really cool okay so really really quick because oh. they do look different really quick force friday lauren Mm-hmm. what are you gonna get which ones
2: uh I need the second sister. Need, 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 need. So that's need. your must-have. That's my must-have. Out of the, out of the black series ones, yeah, for sure. I already have the uh, the Sith trooper from San Diego, so, oh. so I'm good on that.
1: Can I? Where's that at?
2: <laughs> Mike's like where in is it, where's in my it? home. Okay, locked away. Don't
1: look in your rear view on your way.
2: <laughs> All right. Mike's driving behind me, following me home.
1: Uh, David, the the one the one toy you have to have, Mandalorian. I have to uh,
0: that character is going to go great against my Boba Fett. You're, yeah. You're like, oh, I'm
1: going to fight you. <laughs> I'm going to fight you too. Come here, a Mandalorian. I'm better than you. You're a fake Mandalorian. You're just wearing my armor. Come here.
2: Next thing we know, he's going to start up a new Instagram account and start doing those little like photo shoots with his <laughs> oh, action no, no, figures.
1: No. <laughs> I do do that.
0: Do you really? <laughs> oh, Yes, I do. Even get oh. out of the studio. <laughs> I mean, <you> just...
1: <laughs> All right. The one I'm getting, and then we got to close out the show. I'm torn. It's either going to be second sister or the Mandalorian.
2: I mean, let's be real we're all going to get both probably. (laughs) Yeah. If you, if you can, yeah. Um, those, that's my top two for sure.
1: All right. I want to thank everybody for listening to star Wars from the back to tank. If you miss any part of this broadcast, you can find us, Stitcher, iTunes, Google play, Spotify, just search from the back to tank. Also five days a week of star Wars from the back to tank. Get us in your ear every day. Head over to patreoncom slash Rayman digital and pledge. The Monday and Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday shows are free, but the Thursday and Friday show, you have to subscribe to our Patreon page. Oh,
2: yes. Ah.